Oh, Dad, I have a proposal for you. Hmm? Seems there's a woman in Roz's building that would like to go out with you. Roz says that she's got a wonderful personality. Oh, I guess that means I'm the pretty one. That's cute. That's from Frasier. And you know how that stereotype goes that you either have a good personality or you're good looking. And it's a way to soften the blow if you feel like the person is not that good looking and you try to sell the person to somebody else. Well, I'll tell you, I met my husband on a blind date and our parents fixed us up. And we have been happily married for a few decades now, and it is phenomenal. So I wouldn't necessarily just look at blind dates and just say, it's not going to work, or I don't want to go through it. You can make blind dates real short if you're looking to find a, a partner for yourself. You don't have to put in an entire evening going out to eat and then the movies. In fact, if you go to the movies, you really don't find much about another person's character because you're both sitting there watching the screen for for an hour and a half or whatever the length of the movie is, uh, you do want to, you can just plan a small, go to a deli for lunch or something and try to meet somebody and get to know them. And dating is one of the many issues you can call me about them. Dr. Ellen Kenner, my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And now let's turn to the phones. Debbie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. You're dealing with a neighbor's, a neighbor problem with your neighbor? Yeah, I, I call it a bad neighbor. It's not a drug addict or a noisemaker or somebody who's making our life intolerable, but um, I guess they took issue with um, basic misunderstanding, neighbor to neighbor. And they're right across the street from us, and it's really been bugging my husband that they're uh, cold-shouldering. and um, They're they, what? They I didn't hear the word. cold Cold, cold shouldering, giving you, mm-hmm. okay, their nose <laughs> up in the air when you walk by or when they see right. you. Wave, so wave it, they, when the car goes, we wave, they don't wave back. Okay, um, so they're taking an air of moral superiority. Is it this a I husband and so. wife That's, team? Pardon? Is this a husband and wife team across the street or is it just a, a single person? Who Who is it? Help it's, me. It's husband and wife and they have uh, two young boys and um, it seems to us that the young boys may have even been instructed to um, show some moral superiority. Okay, you like that term, huh? <laughs> it, it captures what they're doing. Yes, so there's... It, so, it it, right, and people, when, the, when people feel hurt, then many times if they don't feel, it's if they say to themselves, it's not you, see, there's no use even trying to get through to uh, to Debbie, you know, it doesn't make any sense. She, she and her husband are just unreachable, or they hurt us so badly, I don't even want to try, or we know their type of people, you know, we know it. They did this to us, and that's the end of the story. Then mm. communication breaks down. It's like someone cuts the telephone wires, and right. I know there are no more telephone wires anymore, huh? <laughs> we all have cell phones. <laughs> I, I get your point, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell me what the misunderstanding was, and who's first tell me who's in your home. Is it you and your hubby? Do you have little ones, too? No, just my husband and I with two um, older children that are in and out, and we've known these neighbors for a number of years. They've been in our home. Okay, um, so these, we, these we were them. former friends. And how old are your right. kids, just so I get a visual? 25 and 26, okay. and their children are probably uh, 12 and 14 or 11 and 13, somewhere in okay, that Okay, that's fine, yeah. And what was the misunderstanding? You've known them for many years, and you've gotten along for quite a while? 
We thought so. Okay. Um, it was it was a joking call that my husband placed to them saying, we're having a party, we understand that there's a fight on television, and we're coming over for the party. And um, oddly enough, they gathered people and never called my husband and said, come on over to the party, which sounds very, this sounds very petty when I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm not uh, following it quite. You called them and said that, who's having a party? My husband jokingly said, you're having a party, and um, the fight's going to be on your TV at the party, and we're coming over. He was joking with him. Oh, uh, okay, thing. playing around, like something. Playing around. Yeah. Right? A guy-to-guy kind of yeah. joking, playing around thing. Um, well, they organized a party. They and, did. Um, so they took your husband seriously and planned a whole party. Did. And it That's was a spontaneous right. party. It's like in the old days, I can remember people used to say, come as you are. You had to, you call somebody up and said, come the way you are dressed right now. And so it could be rollers in the hair or pajamas on. <laughs> so <laughs> this was like a spontaneous party? Well, it, it wasn't that day. It was uh, about a week later. Okay. And then um, we never, my husband never heard from them. So we didn't know that they had actually acted on his joke. And they expected him to uh, be there. Yeah. So long story short, they called us last minute and said the fight's about to come on or you're coming are you coming over? Yeah. And at that point my husband could not because long story short uh, again, he happened to have invited an old buddy of his over who was going through a nasty divorce and he was sort of mm-hmm. nursing him through mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. So our neighbor across the street took offense. We tried to explain but the explanation I got got lost somehow. My husband sent a note and um Again, offense because my husband sent the note on his business stationery, so they took offense to that. And now... Uh, your husband sent a note on what? On um, his stationery, which is business stationery, yeah. but that's sort of a guy thing, too. He didn't yeah. do that purposely to show any kind of, yeah. um, you know... Okay, so you, you're wondering what to do at this stage, right? Yeah, I would, like to make, I would like to make the neighbor... Um, uh, neighborly feeling come back and why don't you and, and i am uh, my guess is because you've had a long-term history with them it isn't like you just worked walked moved into this neighborhood my guess is that right. they're missing it too but they've painted themselves in a corner this moral superiority corner and they mm-hmm. don't know how to get out of it either so sometimes what helps is to say i miss us getting together or i miss i miss that uh that camaraderie we had, or you remind them of a fun time you had together where you were in hysterics because, oh, maybe the lawn clippings were dumped on someone's lawn, you know, something funny that happened or when the kids were young, you remind them of one or two fun events and say, I miss those times. And then put the problem in their lap. What? Tell us what you, uh, we would love to uh to make amends somehow, help us understand what, how to go about doing that. Because you don't know okay. what they're wanting. The note didn't help. The personal apology didn't help. You can't continue to joke about it because they're hurt. I mean, they're hurting. So you need to hear their hurt without over-explaining. When someone's right. hurting, the worst thing to say, if, I, if I'm feeling hurt because I went and arranged a whole party, so psyched because you were coming over. It was your idea. We're going to watch the fight together. And now I arranged this party and you're nursing somebody and you don't even care about me and and I did this mm-hmm. thinking we were buds, we were buddies. You know, mm-hmm. I am really put off, and there's nothing you can do. I am just so hurting. 
sometimes they just need to go through a period of feeling hurt and then they start to remember the better times. If you say, my gosh, you know, I I was just tossing that out as a guy thing and they say, well, listen, we did the party. We ordered the food. We got, we got ribs and we got uh, chips and we got, you know, all this delicious food. And you say, oh my gosh, I had no idea you went through that. You need to be there as what, do what's called active listening rather than saying, yeah, but we really didn't mean it. The minute you go, yeah, but you're shifting the focus to yourself rather than really, really hearing the pain that they're going through. If you can hear the pain they're going through and summarize it back to them, oh my God, I can't believe that you ordered shrimp and you went through all this work and invited my best buddies there too and we weren't there for for you. I apologize. I can see how upset you've been. Mm-hmm. So you can give those some of those ideas a shot, but even ask them, what does it take? You know, what would you like to do? And maybe plan to say, you know, when you feel like connecting again, or when you, when you, when something comes to your mind, give us a call. So you don't, they don't need to answer you right away. Give them some thinking time. Mm-hmm. Listen, I like that. Okay, Deb. Thank you so much for your call. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness.